0: captain of in uh keevers faces his job in gog with keeve and ellie and zoe hey everybody this is chappelle and i'm here to discuss the season four episode 20 of new girl old guys podcast for new girl on netflix yes i said on netflix because i had to go watch it there and with me uh i don't know if i should start with the titular new guy or the titular old girl or whatever the case may be but yep. with me uh ali lasher and uh you know uh <laughs> A- 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 <laughs> rude This
1: just like if we asked chat gpt to introduce the podcast right i was going to be like the uh
0: the one who's not wearing underwear because the power comes from within you know like I. but i didn't want to like use that joke too early
1: well that would be akiva akiva how's it going
0: <laughs> i'm always wearing underwear really he's <laughs> like a, a commando type guy sometimes
2: first of all i got like five children in this house like i have to be like fully dressed at all times you oh, know that's
0: true that's true that's people true. are like, pe- like you don't want to do laundry so you would like wear less clothes you're
2: right that is something i would do when i was a kid like the less clothes mm-hmm. i wear the less laundry i have to do i don't do laundry i i don't know how to so that is a good point mm-hmm. um yeah but even yeah when i went away from college f- from from home for the first time like everyone else did laundry but i never figured out how i just like paid my friend to do it and i've still yeah. i've still never done it so that's not that a bad makes- idea just wearing less clothes
1: Two conversations you guys have had since we've gotten on that I didn't want to be a part of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Paul, thank you for joining us. Uh, as you said, Season 4, Episode 20, Par 5, originally aired March 31st, 2015. Um, I, You know, it's funny. Producer Kelly reminded me that you mentioned you would come on for this. I was going to say what brings you here, but I believe we brought you here. Did yeah, you express sure. interest in being here? Did we make you come <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean akiva basically was just like hey remember that time you said that you would come on for this one and i was like sure but i, I definitely do not remember saying that um but I, I but i'm not uh like i i pretty much know me well enough to say that i could have said it so i just like went ahead and took it plus i haven't talked to y'all in so long about uh this show i mean the last time we talked was the prince episode and y'all recorded at least a billion podcasts since then so you know it's time
1: not as many as we yeah. were supposed to. That was a to, long but... time,
0: time ago. Certainly
2: in um, like years, but maybe not in episodes <laughs> of this podcast.
0: Well, that was like season three, episode mm-hmm. fourteen. Y'all are a whole season and a big chunk ahead of that too. True, but, you true, know, true. It's, it's, but that was yeah, a year. Work. Yeah, I don't know what. The, I wonder what the date of that was. I think I can look it up.
1: Well, thanks for feeding the positive, Chappelle. Either way, mm-hmm. that's what I do. Uh... <laughs> We're happy you're here regardless of whether you wanted to be here or not. Uh Kiwi, <laughs> do you want to hit us with a quick digest before we get into it?
2: Yes. Um <laughs> t- can I tell you something annoying. I'm sure. using my, my work computer and like the 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 mouse like trackpad doesn't work on the on this laptop.
0: That
1: is why annoying. are you pretending like you have notes?
2: No, <laughs> I, he's but like I,
0: I, scrolling. I,
2: I can't freaking get to it. Um,
0: well, for in the meantime, Akiva, I yes. did find the date for I, it's actually a tweet from Ali on March 7th, 2022. It says, Good news, uh, the Prince uh, Chappelle Kiev 26 crossover has been scheduled, bad news, it'll drop next week. So we're actually one oh calendar week away from this being a year to the day. What, Wait, but March 7th is today, right? Yeah, so but it said it it's the
2: anniversary of the tweet.
1: Well, I could tweet that same tweet tomorrow and drop this next week. Uh, that, I'm intending to drop true. this March eighth, but I could <laughs> drop it. It
0: it would work out. And and Akiva, okay, well, yeah, it's it's March seventh where you are, but it's still March 6th over here. <laughs> so so, so we have to I was to gonna yada yada,
1: yada that. <laughs> I forgot
2: I about it. Uh, yeah, I'm it, it's very annoying. Can I can I tell you what the most annoying thing is? That trackpad? Other than the trackpad. When I go to see like what day a game is here, ESPN.com says like the day it is for me, so it's always wrong. Like the NBA schedule mm-hmm. is always wrong, so I'm always like, "Oh, this game's on tonight," and it's on the next night. It's very. Annoying.
1: I mean, that happens in the U.S. too. With I mean, not days, but with times. Like when I would look up games and I was in Central Time or vice versa. Right. I feel no. Like it right, yeah. No. Things wrong.
2: things revolve rightfully so around the East Coast that I agree with. No offense to you know, uh, Chappelle. You're no, central. No, no. You've
0: disrespected <laughs> me before. It's fine. <laughs> Allie's Ali was on central. No, I feel like there was central. something
1: else. It would like say, I don't know. You know, you. Really I mean, they usually say like eight, seven central the of the podcast. Akiva,
0: mm-hmm. Akiva,
1: for the listeners, was coming on, peppering us with questions about Renap, and now I can't recover. It. But Chappelle's here, so that's helpful. It's like <laughs> I'm getting somewhat balanced, but not like as happy as I should be or would have been talking to Chappelle. Kiwis digest.
2: Annoying, <laughs> Kiwi's. digest. that's annoying, Akiva. Kiwi's digest. So f- we have a a fawn Jess date. They go to a charity golf thing. Um and uh, hijinks ensues there. Meanwhile, Winston meets a woman who is uh you know protesting against the police. Bad news. Winston is a cop. And um C Story, Schmidt. And CC basically do a bunch of skin stuff on Schmidt. Yeah,
1: that, I don't know how to explain right. that any further. Well, that took me a second to. get I was like, "Excuse me? They do skin um, stuff. You know, skin stuff. One of yeah. your worst digests, but mostly because it was gross, not because it wasn't. Specific <laughs> I mean, it's uh, the skin stuff is hard
2: to explain. Like, how would you? I, I know How would you explain that better?
1: No, I didn't say I could do it better. I just said it was gross. I mean, maybe the episode was gross. Like it was it wasn't in. It wasn't really a
2: gross episode. It's just like a weird <laughs> part of it. I don't know.
0: I mean, we, we've already talked about going commando and skin <laughs> stuff in this podcast. So skin, <laughs> stuff. You, you know, we're right on par. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to evaporate.
1: Um, so <laughs> I used to always say that Elizabeth Merriweather notably wrote each episode of the show because I didn't understand how IMDb and writing credits yes. worked. So then mm-hmm. I stopped doing that, and we said we would only acknowledge. writer of the episode when it was relevant to the plot no disrespect to all of the writers and i'm sure they all feel relevant to Mm -hmm. the plot this episode babies mostly (laughs) this episode in particular was co-written by lamorne morris and he did an interview uh where he commented on this that he went to elizabeth merriweather and expressed um you know misgivings or complicated feelings around playing a police officer and she was like, and and it was basically Lamorne's idea to do this episode and address um, police brutality in the Black community, and he co-wrote it. And he's from all of the press I've read about it, he seemed happy with this episode. He co-wrote it with Rob Rosell, who actually, fun fact, plays one of the police officers slash strippers when he sees him on the date. Uh, so that is some background on. The writing of this episode, Chappelle. Before hmm. we get into, I guess that's technically the B story. Yeah. I want to ask you this is Fawn's biggest episode. Let's tackle the A story first. Kiwi famously hates Fawn Moscato. Hates this her. is one of her biggest episodes. Chappelle, where do you stand? Is, is it a fond do or a fond don't this episode?
0: I'm uh fond of her, fond of Fawn. <laughs> uh, I am a fond stand, I worship the ground this woman walks on. She's just so funny. Um she's very direct and I am too. I mean, I'm direct with like a laugh, a uh, LOL at the end, but I still say what I want to say. I do appreciate that she just kind of is very uh no nonsense. Um also, she's in control and I like that too. So yeah, I I was b- a big fan of fawn I know that, you know, the uh CC and Schmidt uh truthers are out there and they don't really like latch on to her like I did, but I knew this was this like if it, it feels like okay, well, fawn's here for like to punish Schmidt a little bit, you know, just in the meantime and then uh it looks Looks like in this episode, Cece is going to try to be a foil to that. So I appreciated her storyline.
1: See, Kiefer Chappelle is not intimidated by strong Jewish women
0: like you. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, is I, that what you got going on, foot Yeah, I mean,
2: I, I am surrounded by a lot of a lot of them, and I you know that is my whole life. So intimidated, I don't know if that's if that's the case. Otherwise, I'd just be too scared. Strong
1: to dislike for.
2: <laughs> For my 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 my, to my mom <laughs> and my wife and and and, and Allie, please no. Um, all
1: right. Has the needle moved on Fawn at all? You you like her more? You like her less? No, because I think she's
2: a cartoon character, and now I think this episode shows her like be more vulnerable and and be the doofus. And to me, in sitcoms, that's like she's about to leave the the town. You know, like she's got one or two more episodes left, and then she'll be gone.
1: Yes, because yeah. none of the main characters on New Girl are cartoonies.
2: No. So Jess, every episode <laughs> is gets clowned on. But I, to me, th- like, she was, like, seen as this tough person, and now she's, like, the butt of the joke, no pun intended, when her skirt goes up and she's not wearing underwear as she had bragged about before. That's, like, always a sign in sort of – not. I don't want to say paint by the numbers, but, like, classics it comes, and this one is one um so i don't know maybe maybe with more vulnerability i like fawn more but we'll see yeah
0: that's the thing there's if if she becomes more vulnerable then there's room for growth if she doesn't become more vulnerable then obviously like you said uh then there's nothing to do with her right if she's like getting made fun of every episode she won't last very long but if she looks at this as an opportunity to to no longer be so you know um uh political in all her um interactions with people then you know maybe she sticks around for a while and this works out but i guess you you know that'll be soon to come you know you'll see what happens with that
1: but she's like a yeah i like particularly still, in know. this mm. i like in this episode how you know new girl generally doesn't uh likes to sort of play around with different pairings like you know early on we saw like all oh, right let's see cece and coach one-on-one like we see jess and fawn one-on-one I definitely didn't expect this my first watch, and I do feel like it kind of works that they, like, use Jess's sort of vice principal advocacy angle and and uh, Fawn being this, like, networky councilwoman. Like, I, I don't think it feels like force, like, oh, my God, they got them stuck on an elevator accidentally, and let's see what happens. I really liked this sort of mashup.
0: Yeah, it feels like they're trying to build a bridge here. Like, I don't like when they do the, like you said, stuck on an elevator thing where it's just like, oh, we have these two people from different walks of life who are forced to interact with each other. This was Jess making a concerted effort to be like, hey, can you help me with something? And her being like, yeah, let's do it, let's go. And so I appreciate that because they were trying to help each other in these situations. Um, And so it was a lot more fun. It felt like it was a collaborative effort as opposed to like gun to their head type situation.
1: And while Jess is conveniently occupied with Fawn. It uh, keeps CeCe from having sort of a barrier to Schmidt, where Schmidt calls CeCe with the very real feedback that Fawn gave him that his skin was too white for photos. And so he needed CeCe's help rubbing him down with self-tanner, a a very sexy scenario, Keeve.
2: I mean, Fawn, you know, even the biggest (laughs) Fawn stand alive has to acknowledge, like, you're leaving your boyfriend with CeCe? What are you doing? This is not gonna smart. end poorly. I would not. I would not do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you, I guess if you if you know you got it, then you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Uh, like if she if if she's really in control of the situation, there's nothing CC can do here. Uh, but it is sloppy because CC is gorgeous and you know mm, yeah. funny and smart and all these other things. And so it's kind of like you're playing with fire here, uh, Fon. Um, it's like you're gonna get caught with your pants down or something, or your skirt up.
1: <laughs> Chappelle, I've seen you work a room. What did you think of that? Networking tips and uh, versus Jess's networking style.
0: Uh, it's crazy because I'm I'm kind of a blend of them both. Like I, I definitely like uh I will make fun of your shoes and say that you look like you murdered Big Bird type person. But I'm, I'm I have a goal, you know, and I I do not lose sight of my goal when I'm working a room. I guess I I'm always like okay if I came here for computers, I'm leaving here with computers. Now I might laugh and joke along the way. I might follow a butterfly for a little while, but I'm coming back. I promise. And so I, I like I said I appreciate it. And the in the no underwear thing is actually like that's a cool tip because I when I saw this episode in 2015. I put that into my life I well, it, Not the no underwear part I just started wearing my underwear Two sizes too big Like Winston But you know You get the gist of it This episode was helpful for me I
1: could see Chappelle Going up to a girl at the bar Do you ladies want to join my network?
0: <laughs> it's called the Chappelle Show Get into it uh, Yeah I mean it, th- there are worse pickup lines, and I, I know we'll talk about the Winston story later on. But I mean, Shorty, what that thing do? Uh, is something that I wouldn't say after the age of, I don't know, sixteen, and so I don't really know why that's something that he's doing in his uh, ripe old age. Uh, but you know, it gets worse sometimes.
1: Akiva, when did you stop asking women that?
0: Shorty, what that thing?
2: Well, <laughs> uh, this remember, we're we're using 2023 standards, Chappelle. This was 2015. It was a different time. Maybe it was more appropriate than. Was the, it? You know, I feel like the, no, the guy. Of course of not. The bit no. Was no, no, of course not.
1: <laughs> um, Keeve, I-, I want you to start doing your job title like it's the second half of your name. Like Akiva Whitaker, father of several children, sports betting writer, mm-hmm. podcast host. Yeah. Of money. How the heck are you?
0: <laughs> that works. That work I just have too deck. many.
2: I have like too many titles. None of them are, you know, good enough.
0: But Ali, you should definitely be doing that, right? Because you have, like, the coolest title.
2: Podcast <laughs> so <lawyer>. official, Yeah, <laughs> podcast <laughs> slash lawyer. You know,
0: like, I'm, I'm, like, an uh, educational consultant, you know, and, like, this is boring. boring. Right. Like, you has him, like, to be fun lawyer, to like, say. Mm-hmm. Your
2: job has to be fun to say, you know? I don't yeah.
0: know. Any
1: kind of consultant sounds like, you know, you're a real mover and shaker.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's what I should say. Chappelle, real mover and shaker. <laughs> how, <laughs> how the heck are you?
1: <laughs> it's how my mom would describe someone, probably. <laughs> Oh God! Um, all right. Well, keep. We've talked about golfing. You golf a little. I no. I don't golf at tennis. all.
2: I mean, I mini golf. Uh, <laughs> she probably you golf, I'm golf at all? Good at mini golf.
0: No, and I don't even like to mini golf. I just I, I don't know. I'm like I'm not very competitive. And then golf is very slow, and people want to be quiet, and these are all the opposites of me. And so it's not something that I enjoy doing. If there was like a bar. You know, on the golf course. Like like one just like like there a is. caddy. Is there, there, there like some liquor? golf
1: courses women drive around in uh not to gender it, but on TikTok at least tells me it's women drive around in uh golf carts selling at booze.
0: Yeah, I know you that. can drink
1: while
2: golfing.
0: Oh yeah. Then that, that changes everything. I'm a, I'm the biggest golf fan. You know, I like, my (laughs) thing is just like with golf and bowling, like I I used to, I used to hate bowling. And then I was, I realized why people liked it. I was like, Oh, you're all drunk. This is great. You just Mm -hmm. beer by the pitcher. And then I hated fishing. I'm, from Central Texas. And so uh, we fish a lot. And even as a child, I, just, I was like, can we just go home? But some somewhere after the age of 21, I just realized like, oh, we're all wasted. This is great. So uh, yeah, if I can get really, really drunk and potentially drive one of those golf carts around, then yeah, I, I'd play golf. But currently I do not.
1: Uh, as a podcast I, lawyer, I can't endorse that part of it. But <laughs> Jamel, I do want to let you know that you could also drink while doing
0: nothing. Which I That's why that. I'm
1: not a fan of golf,
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but but ali you're 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 in law, you're supposed to be having like powerful meetings and stuff like that on the golf course. on the That's golf the whole course, point. yeah,
2: I'm
0: you're not closing an deals uh, yeah, podcast. where's your deals?
1: No one's closing deals with me anywhere, much less on the golf course. Apparently
2: yeah, they're they on the golf course the closing them. You got to join them there.
0: You got to join the golf course. It's where to be. You know, when I used to advise the pre-law students at Baylor, and um, they would, they had to take, you know, like a uh, a PE credit, basically, like or or fitness or whatever. And a lot of the legal students would always want to take golf because, like, their parents told them that that's where the business meetings happen. <laughs> like, like in my world, they happen at the strip club, but I guess golf works too.
2: I mean, the tr- yep. the the truth is. Like, uh, I mean, you are you know, if you're at a law firm, you probably like, I don't know how it works talking to people like a bunch of levels ahead of you, but if you're like a decent golfer, then that is like a, you know, sort of like a, a shared language. You could like go on the course with, you know, people way higher than you. This isn't just for lawyers. It's for any, any uh, profession, but you could like in a, in a medium sized company, you could like, hey, CEO, let's go golfing. And like, there's a chance they would say yes. So you really can use it to your advantage, and those that I think are the people who get like hired and promoted and stuff like that.
1: Shout out to all the lawyers listening who are like, you guys are talking about like the quote-unquote good old days, which were not good old days, where like law firms spent a bajillion dollars on outings and all of this stuff. Like, this no, this
2: is isn't outings. This is like common. in your in your in your in your free time. This is like hey on Sunday. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you, Do you have free time as a lawyer, Allie? I know because like, you work really, really hard. Like, do you just like set out a day of the week to be like, let's go play golf?
1: I mean, I'm here talking to you, bozo. So how <laughs> busy can I be?
0: <laughs> well, Allie, didn't your dad golf?
2: Haven't you said that on the show before?
1: Yeah, but not professionally. Not, I mean, not he didn't. Not he because didn't close of deals. His lawyering.
2: He didn't close deals on the course.
1: No, I'm. I feel like he probably took client, but he, but he was working in the time where like. I mean, you're also talking to someone who is a very junior associate, like people who are like taking clients out and whatnot are not people like me. Mm -hmm. Actually, in fact, the only time I've ever golfed in a professional capacity was like a women's event to like teach women to golf at a driving range so that they don't get left out of networking that I've never been invited to anyway. Did did you try and get
2: 20 (laughs) computers for your company at
1: the the (laughs) If I'm asking for computers for my company, I'm, I got to switch jobs. <laughs> <laughs> which is a sad con- uh, commentary on the state of education in this country. Mm. Anyway, uh, it's not even about computers, right? It's all a scam for power. One thing I want to say with with Fawn, because you've been shitting on Fawn, Keeve, which is fine and you're right, mm-hmm. to do, you're right to do. She was cracking me up. Cartoony, yes, but funny also, yes, where she's like, We got lapped by Sue Kim and she's 100. She's literally 100 years old and not a young 100. Not a young 100 was was a good line. That is funny. (laughs) What? Oh, not
0: a young 100.
1: He's younger than that, right? I have to edit this out. What are you talking about? (laughs) Jot down 19 minutes. I was like, "Is that a joke from his podcast?" I mean, yeah, no, no. I just
0: called him old and un- unprovoked. <laughs> 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 I'm
1: gonna edit this, but I'm gonna bleep it.
0: Yes, then, just I'm gonna bleep see the if name. I, can bleep
1: it. I think the only time I've ever bleeped it, I've had to be like bleep. <laughs> like, we'll can... Hilariously, Kiwi, uh, mm. Chappelle and I both listened to your great podcast on Pod Friends. Shout out to Pod Friends. And you were like, Allie does some great editing. <laughs> like, no, I don't. It's like, you clearly said by someone who doesn't listen to this podcast. No, I think
2: I said, like, you do more editing. Like,
1: no, you, you know, said great, a great job of editing. I mean, Chester was nice will, like,
2: answer it. the door and, like, talk to someone and leave it in, I think, you know?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'll clean it up occasionally, but it's not a good thing. I've also cleanup. never listened to, to any of the,
2: my three shows, so I don't know who's doing
0: the most editing. Who's doing yeah, the
1: we, most that's people. not a reveal. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Y'all don't wait. Y'all don't listen to the podcast y'all are on.
1: No, no. Akiva doesn't listen to the okay. podcast that he's on.
0: Yeah, I was like, no. I need to I personal growth. Like, not interested. Up. Yeah, I need to. I need to know how to get better. What I screwed up on. Mm-hmm. jokes I botched. You know, I, I'm always paying attention to what you I for said. sure
2: should. You for sure should. Yeah. I just you know.
1: The thing <laughs> I will listen to is I will listen to not so much my own podcast like here where I'm listening back to edit it, whatever. But I'll listen to any show that I'm likely to be mentioned on. That's what Keeve doesn't do, which shocks me. Like when I fill in for him or we do the patron podcast on 32 fans, they just me, Chester, and Jared Jerome or me and Chester doing something. Keeve doesn't listen to that, which is honestly such a beautiful thing and like lack of ego on your part. There's mm. no world if, like when Brian gets a sub for me, I mean, I guess I listen for continuity for it, like for the podcast. But yeah. if I were going to be mentioned, I would certainly listen to it. We have you know what it you so hard and you don't listen to it. I
2: used to one like I feel like I've heard, that, you know, I, I I know everything you guys, you know, would, would say already.
1: That's what you for think. The there are things we reserve just for the podcast. Oh, no. We know you don't but listen to it.
2: I used to do this, but now we've been in this game for so long. You know, we're talking almost nine years. I can't, I can't chase every dragon. I don't know what the dragon is here, but
1: okay, okay. I, you know it's what I mean? It's actually, like, uh, it 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 actually used to I'm be- sorry, an exercise of your massive ego that you don't bother to listen <laughs> to. Like the the handful of podcasts you could be mentioned on. You think you could be mentioned on every podcast? No, 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 no. Well, are, are,
2: are, like the universe we live in now. <laughs> Who do you think you are,
1: Chappelle? No,
0: <laughs> no I, I definitely listen to the podcast that I'm on. But, uh, but yeah, Akiva, this is wild.
2: No, I just think I, I to me at this point it's like it used to be like wow they're saying my name, but then like, uh I like my favorite podcaster like started saying my name, um
1: regularly. Okay, we get
2: it. And then there's like okay, <laughs> like it's ha- you know what I mean. Like I've I've heard it at this point. Like
1: uh, I'm learning not- a lot. My. Chappelle's motivation to listen to the podcast is I guess quality control, Chappelle. Yes. Or let's be honest, probably enjoying your own work a little bit. I can
0: respect that. <laughs> no, I'm not that good. I'm <laughs> just like to I it is definitely quality control. It's like I have to listen to this first because then I need to be prepared for all the backlash I'm gonna get. So I need to just know like what's coming. Cause when I start getting random, like, I can't believe Chappelle said this ridiculous thing about <laughs> text, then I need to know exactly what it was I said, you know?
1: Wow, you're making it hard for me. I got (laughs) to. I'm more like Leslie Nope. I'm big enough to admit that I'm often inspired by myself. Like, I I will more or less listen because I laugh at my own jokes uh, on the replay. That's beautiful. But I will mostly listen to people talking about me so I know what to get up in arms about. I don't want to miss an opportunity to get pissed. Mm. Akiva is not listening. Again, I would think he would want to listen to me and Alex so that he knows what we're saying and can be like, oh, jerks, like, tweet about it, get in the mix, like, laugh about it. It's because you don't get the ego boost anymore by hearing people
2: talk. about right. it. Right, it used to give me the ego We're boost. We're too and now low it on doesn't. the
1: list. No, a, everyone's a, a too low.
2: If <laughs> I just think it's like, it's ridiculous. It's like, what's your dream job? I, I don't, you don't have a dream job anymore. I just wouldn't want, I wouldn't want a job. It's the same thing here. It's like, I used to want to be mentioned by everyone, and now it's like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't really matter who mentions me.
0: Yeah uh i don't know akiva I'd, I'd rather not be mentioned just in general just because like it's jarring if you're just yeah. listening to listening to a podcast enjoying the vibe and then someone just randomly and akiva you're you're very much guilty of this you just name drop so many people on all the time other podcasts yes i yeah. do this to a
2: lot of people also that is true right
0: but like the thing is sometimes I, like i know one particular situation i was asleep like i had fallen asleep listening to the podcast and i heard my name i woke up i was uh, terrified <laughs> i thought someone called my name and it was you talk like basically pitching nothing but Netflix I was on a plane uh and so you know stuff like that is kind of odd but I yeah. it, I, I I think that after a certain point your ego is just so big that now there's nothing that we can do to imp- impress you <laughs> No I,
2: it's the opposite I just don't think it it's actually it's uncomfortable a little bit it's very it's cool but also uncomfortable for people to talk about you and then like the first time it happened it was like this is nuts and very and very like weird the best example I can give is when When I do the Olympics and I come home into the hotel afterwards, and then I'll turn it on because I'm a, a lunatic like before I go to sleep and I'll watch a few more hours if 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 uh, if it's on and like I was watching the skiing last winter, and they were just saying every stat I sent them like every like the whole telecast was just stuff I had sent them, and it was very um like, intrusive. Like, I'm in my hotel room now. Like, why are these, like, so, like, my, you know what I mean? It was like, I don't want to hear this. Like, this is my, I got to, like, what? shut this off. I'm mm-hmm. saying, like.
1: <laughs> you it, have tangible work product that you submit and get to enjoy, and somebody says, <laughs> this is intrusive. <laughs> like it's well, impri- I'm just saying, like, okay. I didn't. I'm coming it's off like weird, a Look, Keith, this weird is beautiful. To be,
2: it's weird to I'm, be, I'm like. I'm proud of you. <laughs> in your hotel room or in your thing, and they're, like, saying your stuff. Um. Same thing with, it's, like, intrusive almost. It's, like, not. It's not good, and it's bad for your your ego. All
1: That's right, turn the I... podcast off. You're intruding on <laughs> our conversation. No, people
2: could listen, but I, but I, when I get mentioned, I am like uncomfortable. You know, Even look, I'm being wrong. a jerk.
1: I've learned a lot about the inside the psyche of podcasters by talking to both of you about different motivations for listening or not listening <laughs> to your own content. So that was worthwhile.
0: Yeah, a survey would be nice. Like I want to know who all listens to their own podcast or or I don't even know if everybody would be bold enough to admit it. I think it's kind of embarrassing in, in a way, but I'm telling you I just I say so much off the wall crap that I have to go and troubleshoot. I have to be like go in, make sure check all the boxes. And then another thing that I learned y'all Rob secretly edits stuff out of the podcast and doesn't tell me. So Ooh. I'll say some off the wall crap and then I'll go back to listen to podcasts like, oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. And it's just missing. And I haven't told him that I found out, but I, I definitely I definitely well, your secret safe
1: here. Twenty six minutes yeah. into this. podcast, that's funny. Well, <laughs> bro,
0: that's
2: funny. Chester does the opposite where he'll say something of, like wild. And I'll say you absolutely oh have to God. edit that out. Like this will be the last episode of this podcast. And then he'll be like, "Okay." And then I found that he doesn't actually take it out. He just placates me by saying, it
1: "No, to, I've had to follow up with him to get things out of." Oh no, you yeah,
2: said. but you you are good at like you'll actually make sure. Well,
1: yeah, bust- because I care about the
2: things. No, he but says he also about won't. Me he, um, he likes punking me. He wouldn't do it to you. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't say that he was going to take it out and lie to you. But he would definitely do it to me. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I. W- yeah. Go ahead, Chappelle. Sorry,
0: uh, that's it. I was just laughing.
1: <laughs> um. Well, Jess finishes 172 on. The, I think just the whole, not even for the. <laughs> yeah, that would said be a it was bad part five. For, I think that was a oh, joke.
0: Though. but. <laughs> um, you know who
2: said that joke, by the way? Mm-mm. That's Artemis from Always Sunny. Marty.
0: 172.
2: Artemis, the one who says uh, it was a 172. Is that Marty? Uh, yeah, Marty. Artemis. Okay, like, you no, keep not... saying
1: Artemis And, and if Chappelle, one you time you convince me That the person's name was Artemis <laughs> <believing>. <laughs> Artemis Marty Artemis Marty I'm sincere,
2: like, I don't know what's happening right now <laughs> I, uh, Wait, do no, either of you guys watch Always Sunny?
1: Not, not have... enough to know who Artemis is
2: Artemis is like a regular guest star I, That would have been a funny person for the dad bracket Also Chappelle, Danny DeVito Like one of the worst people of, of all time
0: oh, Always no, Sunny they... I almost made another off-color jo- joke about somebody at someone's expense. I'll I-, I will save that one. But yes, that would have been a good person to add in.
1: I'll edit it. What are you talking
0: about? <laughs> so I'm about to say, <laughs> but I just left it alone. I don't even get that joke. She oh, it's, she's obsessed with Danny DeVito.
1: What? <laughs> You're? I don't even know if I like go here. You know, it's like I feel like I'm like a transfer student. <laughs> <laughs> going. I haven't understood one thing you've said this entire podcast about rgb
0: <laughs> I'm speaking in code, yeah I'm also... like an
1: 80 year old woman who's like back for the 50th year reunion and you're talking about <laughs> it and I'm like, what? You're like, do
0: you remember Johnny Robinson? And you're like, <laughs> <I> no,
2: <know. laughs> there was no guy like that in our school
0: <laughs> like, no, but this said... you're, you're a young 80 <laughs> Yeah, you're a young yeah. 80, no, She's an old 80 <laughs> Oh god Um. Alright, so You have to do so much editing now <laughs>
1: Fawn ends up uh, flashing the crowd, which I have to say, if you are a woman who only, who never wears underwear mm-hmm. in your networking events, so is familiar with being in a golf skirt, which is, leaves you very little grace to be bending over, I don't think Fawn would make this mistake. This is like a very consistent yeah. breeze that you're yeah. experiencing in this golf skirt.
2: Yeah, yeah. She knows mm. what's going on. Unless she's doing it on purpose. I mean, I do the Ooh. same, like, I have a couple of my jeans are, like, pretty low cut right now for some reason. I don't know <laughs> oh, why. Oh, And, like, sometimes <laughs> I'm getting up and we're in, like, an open workspace. And I have, I'm, like, trying to be, you know, careful that I'm not, like, there's not, like, a lot of plumbers situation going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, But you're, like, very cognizant of it. You know what I mean? You'd, like, almost never, like, forget. Yeah, it, to me, it's either she's doing it on purpose or... Yeah, it's weird because let's get back
1: to your low-cut jeans. What do you mean you're wearing low-rise jeans?
2: They're They're Reid over here. I don't know. I don't like just a couple of them don't fit the same way the other ones do.
0: Are you like trying to show off the brand of your underwear?
2: No, I just I think I just I like some days I forget my belt. My belt. Have you put on
1: a few winter pounds, Keith?
2: I put on a what? lot of pounds, but
1: should <laughs> be, be tighter,
2: not not looser? I don't my understand.
1: Mom has a classic joke that it's not really a joke, but. That, like, men just really have to lower their belt, like, lower their pants every time because they all gain weight in their stomach. Like, my mom used to joke with my dad, like, he didn't have to get size up when he gained weight. He just dropped his pants lower and lower.
2: Ah, so what you're saying is, it's funny because you'd think it would be counterintuitive, like your pants would be tighter, but really. Well, they're tighter my, around where they would normally be. My stomach sit. is blocking. So can... <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. That's what's happening. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Well, this is I the first thing that's a- made me actually want to diet, to be honest. I
0: didn't realize <laughs> No, I thought you said die. I was like, oh, my God. Diet, I no. no I, I never thought it was <laughs> a made. conscious effort. I just thought the, the stomach actively pushed your pants down. You know, like, eventually, like, you just have nowhere else to put put those pants <laughs> because they won't go up anymore. I didn't realize it was like, damn, I'm putting away. Let me loosen this up a little bit. Um, well, I
1: think it's one wanting to say, like, I think it just is. It's like the pants get a little lower because you put on a couple winter pounds. It's okay. A couple Dumbintosh in pants
0: yeah it's I'm poor him. good for winter pounds as well
1: so, you know. <laughs> yeah but you're
2: a, like, a, su- a lot of spring pounds and summer pounds so I mean, they're all fighting <laughs> with each other
1: that's okay we're body positive over here wear mm-hmm. your genes as low as you need I to not really
2: m- anything positive but we're not positive negative i'll take you i'll, I'll agree with
1: that. you're about body neutrality that's good too we should be right. advocating for that
0: mm-hmm. have you y'all ever flashed anyone
1: oh <laughs> I mean, uh, you mean i have not I-
0: Frequently no, not intentionally. Do. Dear God, Akiva, No, oh. I mean, like, like an accident, like Fawn. What do you mean, frequently do tell stories? Go. Why? Well, I, no,
2: I was joking about about oh, okay. the, the plumbing
0: You have to tell us.
1: Well, maybe he did in like New Orleans. You, I guess, men don't really flash the same
2: no, way that I women. You get arrested at, at, at like Mardi Gras if you were just like whipping it
1: out. Wow. I've
2: never heard about that.
1: I never thought I'd hear Akiva say whipping it out, and I never want to again. <laughs>
2: I'm just gonna sit here. I've been out. I'm in the penalty box. Five minute major. You guys go.
1: <laughs> Five minutes. Just mute your line the rest of the podcast.
0: <laughs> whipping uh, it out <laughs> is my new favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it's not it's not new, but it's it's it's, it's now getting a resurgence here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Next time, Keep, we bet it's gonna be your bio on Twitter.
0: So yes. you better not lose. Is it just I've been whipping it out? Like what's the <laughs> give me?
2: How many jobs am I trying to, you're trying to get me fired from at this point?
1: Well, you said you already have your dream job, so you don't need any new no, jobs. No, I
2: didn't. I said there's no, no he he such said thing as a dream
0: dre- job. Yeah, he doesn't dream of labor, Allie. Yeah, I don't dream of labor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Um, well, in her humiliated state, Fawn uh Schmidt shows up looking like a baby man <laughs> uh, with blush on and his pale skin and she says, you could break up with me because I'm a laughingstock. Schmidt, applying the lessons learned from CeCe, says, I like you just the way you are. And Fawn says, no offense, you're terrifying to look at and you smell like a chemical fire. So kind of a nice moment between them. Chappelle, do you think this is leading to the vulnerable side of Fawn that we, you know, speculated we might need to get Kevia on board? Uh, is this a new era of their relationship?
0: I do need him to get on board, but my issue with this scene is that you—you you said uh, Schmidt was applying the lessons he learned from Cece, but he actually missed the whole point. He's telling <laughs> Fawn like, "Oh no, I won't dump you because you— embar-, you know, because you're embarrassed or whatever. I like you just the way you are." But the whole thing was about Schmidt. Like Fawn has basically been trying to create, make him whoever she wants him to be, and and Cece tells him to go stand up for himself. He goes to stand up for himself, and then just completely folds again, sir. This was your moment to be like Fawn. I do not judge you for this, uh, for you, you know, showing off your snowflake to everybody. They're all different anyway. (laughs) But then like, but in the meantime, could you not hold me to such high standards that you are making up these arbitrary rules that you make up for me? He doesn't say anything. He just completely gives up. It's like, Schmidt, what are we doing? So if she's going to soften up, it's not going to be because Schmidt did anything. It's definitely going to be on her.
1: I, I, he's leading by example here. <laughs> like, you know, look at how I gave you grace and maybe in the future you will give me the same grace because I'm telling you the lessons of how a relationship should be.
0: Maybe, but I, I really think he should have <laughs> outlined that. Like, I, she feels like the type of person who you have to say the words to. Because when he says next time they meet or whatever, and, and she does that to him, he's gonna be like, can you not do that? She's like, well, since when do you feel like that? Where did that come from? It's like, uh, yeah, I've been feeling like that forever. And actually it was CC who told me to look into this and I didn't say it because you were, you know, flashing people. But uh, I just feel like this was his opportunity and he missed it. It's fair.
1: It's very, very fair. Um, all right, let's get to the the B story. Uh, Nick, Winston, and Coach are, as we've already teed up, at a coffee shop. Very funny, like, random line of Nick, like, stop talking to me like we're in the middle of a conversation. I do like that they make that little sort of self-referential joke about, like, sick, critique of sitcoms. Uh, but we open on them, apparently, at the beginning of the conversation. And Winston tries to hit on a Casey, played by uh, Kiersey Clebbins. Uh, who you might recognize from Dope. I'm trying to figure out where I saw her. I saw Dope in theaters, but like I definitely know this actress, but I couldn't place her. I don't know, Kev, if you have any IMD bags here.
2: Yeah. Can I say a couple things? Mm-hmm. First of all, like the beginning of no, the scene- No, only respond
1: to that question. I'm no, so go sorry. ahead.
2: <laughs> um, the beginning of the scene, when they're like, the middle of the conversation thing, there's a word for that in movies and TV. It's called Chapa, which is like the middle of a conversation you walk into. And like just Chuffa, making fu- C-H-U-F-F-A. C-H-U-F-F-A.
0: <laughs> Can I say that? Like... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like
2: random stuff you're talking about in the middle, of, in, the, in the beginning of a scene, like that usually isn't, you know, significant to the plot. Chuffa. So everyone learned something new today. Uh, and then to answer your question, first of all, KC is our, is is this woman's real life initials. And that's the character's name. Kind of lazy on the
0: point of oh, the writer. Oh, Kirstie Clemens. I yeah, I yeah. That.
2: uh it's like what should we name her uh what 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 do your friends call you casey perfect Mm -hmm. um uh yeah i i know i know her from places but i don't remember seeing dope but maybe i did i'd have to check
0: i've never seen this woman before except for in the show i don't think uh like i'm not a big movie person uh so i'm pretty sure i have no clue who this person is but she looks very pretty Mm-hmm.
1: I actually saw Dope in your home state, Chappelle. The only time I've ever been to Texas.
0: Wait, you came to Texas and didn't tell me? Uh, I didn't know you at the time. Dope came it out in 2015. It <laughs> does <Don't laughs> find this movie
2: playing in a the theater in New York, you're like, I got to fly to Texas to see well, Dope. It yeah, was... what brought
0: you to Texas? Yeah,
1: don't go to Texas Labor Day weekend because it's very, very
0: hot. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: And we basically <laughs> had to take like shelter in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we were like walking around... Dallas, after we went to that museum uh, where the assassination, you could like look at the assassination site. I don't know, is that right? Which <laughs> where like yeah, Oswald the Ledger, hid.
0: The Kennedy the Kennedy oh, yeah. uh, museum, right? Yeah. Where Oswald? You know the assassination the site. You know what he's doing. <laughs> <Yeah. talking about. laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> the sixth museum, I think is what it's called. And it was... I, I, I've actually never been.
1: So we went there. I, I mean the that's statue pretty Liberty, classic. So like Taurus has been to stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I went there and then we were like walked around and it was so freaking hot we just went to a movie to like uh, luckily it was playing at that time. It was pretty good, but I mostly remember it cuz it was like sweet sweet relief from that Texas heat.
0: No, that's that's pretty much why movie theaters exist in Texas. It's it's literally because once mm, roughly late April, I'll give it late April. Once late April starts, it's just all downhill just like the the, it just gets so 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 hot, and I'm actually one of the few people who i am like, I'd rather that than the cold because at least I can like, I know it's coming. Whereas like in December or February, it just you it'll be 90 degrees here, and then tomorrow to be 12, and, and it's so disgusting. So I I appreciate the summer because at least it's consistently hot.
1: When does it let up though? Like October?
0: Yeah, yeah, probably around October. It probably hits like like uh, it's, especially until, like I said, I'm I'm smack dab in the middle of Texas right now, and it probably gets like you probably hit the low eighties in October and then December and January and February are kind of just like you flip a coin. It could be a hundred degrees. It could be three. Um, And then, you know, like you get like the eight months of, of summer once April rolls around.
1: Damn. All right. Not the best, uh, advertisement for Texas, but,
0: uh, Jordan Kalish was just here. That's my new endorsement for Texas. not the
1: best. Advertisement Texas. <laughs>
0: also,
2: it means he's probably not going to be back anytime soon. I, I, um, what
1: he's back already.
2: He's back oh, in you mean Texas, back
1: to, Oh, you mean back to Texas. Yeah, I'm okay, saying, I'm like, confused. if you
2: want to run into Jordan Kalish, it seems unlikely he was just there.
0: Mm, yeah, he's not coming back anytime soon. But we did plan a return trip. We, Jordan Kalish and I are besties now because he came to Texas. It's just how it happens.
2: The only time I was in Texas was uh, my dad and I went to four baseball games in two days, and one of them was in Arlington.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been like to a, a graduation Rangers game trip. before. We,
2: yeah. we, we, were go- we were such, like, a bang-bang schedule that we didn't have time to, like, go other places we needed kosher food for dinner so we had two extra tickets and because like a friend of his had like signage there like uh you know like advertising on in the outfield and um uh we told some like orthodox guys like hey we'll give you two tickets just bring us like deli sandwiches and they did
1: how's the kosher food scene in texas
2: this i think this guy's dad was like the only butcher or something so he like (laughs) brought brought Food
1: from He's his got a monopoly now. on the market. Not
2: the only in, in
0: Texas, I find it hard to believe. No,
2: no, no. no kosher, there's kosher but but Butcher? Like, there's not a lot oh, of kosher. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the uh, I think there's more now, and like I, especially in Dallas. Dallas and Houston are sure, really. I'm sure exploded.
0: in Houston. Yeah, I about say I'm sure in Houston you could probably find some.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, My cousin <laughs> owns
2: uh, a kosher restaurant in Houston.
0: What? Where? Mm-hmm. I will literally go. Just tell me. Uh, send me the info. I'll track. I'll it send down. you the info. Yeah, plug it
1: on the pod. Maybe we have some Houston listeners.
0: Yes,
2: I got. I got to look nice. up the name. I don't. He know doesn't know
1: name. it. Okay. Um. All right. So as KVU you set up. Uh, Casey is on her way to a police protest in the park, and Winston decides to hide his profession. Moon walks out. Uh, says LAPD on the back of his shirt. One thing, as we talk about this, uh, my impression of this sort of like the treatment of the larger conversation in the in the episode is like, it addresses it. And then almost immediately there's like pseudo relief from the serious topic with like an immediate joke. So much so that like, they don't really get into the conversation. Like coach is about to get involved in the loft and then is like, but first I have to get my snacks. And then like Nick is like really uh, overstepping. And basically it's like, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm obviously happy they address this. I think a lot of like police on television, actors playing police on television don't have these conversations on their shows. Uh, but I don't know that they really like got deep into the conversation or maybe they shouldn't have, I don't know. Chappelle, what do you think?
0: Well, that was why I made a point of saying that this show was from Netflix, because if you think about this show being from Fox, You're kind of like, okay, you know, maybe they told them (laughs) they're like, okay, you can talk about it, but you can't talk about it. Or let's touch on it, but let's not really dive deep into it. Um, Because, yeah, there's a moment where I'm thinking, okay, coach is going to go have his race talk snacks and then he's going to come back and they're going to actually discuss what's happening. Nope, they don't talk about it. And then by the end, when uh, Winston has to go admit, that uh, he lied about being a cop, he's not a stripper, blah, blah. You would think that at that point you would have to, you know, reckon with that. You know, like, okay, and now let's talk about that. But you don't. And so I honestly don't remember well enough uh like the show well enough to know if it ever comes back up if they ever address it but it is kind of is interesting in this episode for it for for one for kc to just fold so easily i know my relationship with the police is not great and i try not to be like these rad like a radical like i hate police guy but i definitely do not miss an opportunity to like be like it's the cops um but uh it's really hard for me to deal with that stuff like if you want to be my friend and you walk up to me in a police uh, police uniform you almost have like zero chance of like getting any engagement out of me and this woman was on her way to a protest, and she's like, right. sure, I'll date you. So I'm kind of like, that feels weird. So I don't know. It, it, it is kind of odd to me, Allie. I'm, I'm glad you pointed it out.
2: Yeah, she dislikes the police enough, like you're saying, to go to a protest, but then, like, this guy's cute. So she'll date him.
0: <laughs> well, he can take it off. You yeah, know? As long as he
2: takes off his, his, his clothing at. I mean, you don't approve of his workplace. Um, but then your workplace, you're just allowed to strip in the middle of like the office and everyone's going crazy? What's going on here? Where did yeah, she work? And, th-
0: and how much, you know, just think about how much shit I talk on Twitter and I got, how many times I've called out the police. If I posted a picture tomorrow with uh, with a lady cop, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is a person I'm dating, people would drag me as they should because it's like, mm-hmm. you talk all this shit and you're like, I'll go hang out with the police all day. Like, lady, you were on your way to a protest and Winston, halfway shot his shot at you like it took his friends to kind Mm -hmm. of help there's a lot of red flags here and she just kind of was like nah at least he's cute so Uh, i don't know can i can i make a counterpoint yeah go for it let's say
2: she was really attractive
0: (laughs) i mean she she, she, she. This KC person. Let's say KC is the cop in this. Yeah, situation. that's what I'm saying. Um. Oh well. Oh well. Here's. I guess I can give like. A, I guess another personal story. One of my. One of my exes is now a cop, and I refuse to speak with her. But not because she's now a cop. Just because like she's one of my exes, and so I was going to say Chappelle.
1: Black. I know your track record. to
0: call. Wait. I forgot Allie was here. <laughs> <laughs> she. She does know. Okay. So yeah, she got blocked before that. But because <laughs> to be fair, a cop, to be fair, would she speak with you? well no that's the thing she would definitely speak with me but i was gonna because, say probably yeah, yes, but yeah like that's the <laughs> thing i probably blocked her in mid-sentence but um <laughs> but like now that she's a cop i kind of like it's like this this like resting disdain i have for her job that doesn't allow me to even unblock her now you're know, like if i wanted to unblock her i couldn't because then i'd have to like Hey, by the way, could you just stop being a cop? And I'm not. And I'm not. Again, I'm not one of those all cops are bad type people. I'm just really like, just go pick a different job. It it would just it would it would make me very happy if you picked a different job. Um, and so uh, all that to say, I knew that she was bad news. That's why I dumped her and blocked her because she was gonna (laughs) be a cop one day.
1: (laughs) It's funny too because sort of the, I would say like the takeaway messaging from the episode at least is sort of what you're saying, Chappelle, where. You know, Winston's sort of last line on the subject is, I'm proud of what I do. I work with a lot of great people. And like, I have an inside track if there ever like Ghostbusters become real. So like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not not all cops are bad plus like joke is sort of the takeaway messaging of the episode. I think the, the thing that they do, um, besides like credit for just putting it on the table for, for anyone to consider, uh, which is more than a lot of shows, particularly of the era do, um i think what they do well is sort of the conversation between nick and winston Mm -hmm. i mean nick is acting like a complete idiot that i think is like beyond the scope of what nick would actually do but they do address the like we grew up together but we don't have the same experience so you can't really speak to this in the same way i think they like address that head on but they sort of fail to take the next step which would be like actually being critical of the police
0: yeah, I, I I appreciate that moment for sure because it is, it's one of those things where it's like, I can't really explain to you what I'm trying to say, but Winston's not wrong. If the cops knock on my door right now, I'm not like, come on in, officer, are you fighting crime? Like, what's going on? I'm more like do I open the door for the cops? You know, like, is this, Can I? am I legally required to open the door for these people or can I just sit in here and hide? You know, and it just comes from life experience, proximity to other people's life experience as well. Like I can talk about my own stuff, but I've also seen some pretty bad stuff. And a lot of it deals with the, with the cops, right? And you know, it's really one of those things where it's like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, if it's not your experience, then it's really hard to explain that to somebody. Cause you basically have to change a lifetime of their worldview. Uh, if you're trying to explain to them like how you feel about it if they're not able to step out of that then they you know the, the conversation is going to go nowhere and like you said Nick is kind of being a dumbass here but I mean I, I don't know Allie you y'all have been watching this since, since season one episode one or whatever and Winston and Nick basically get dumber and dumber as the show goes I mean this just waxes yeah. and wanes for no reason like what do y'all think about that anyway
1: I think yeah, it's a good point. Particularly Winston goes into just complete chaos as the season continues. Like spoiler alert, Keeve. Uh and mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of fans out of Winston not necessarily dumb, but just like bizarre, kooky. Um make I get it. I, I do think that the writers like pick and choose when particularly the three men are going to be yeah, it's
2: selection so, stupidity, right for sure. You know, you know who they bring the example of a lot? Uh, Kevin on The Office. Like, starts off as a normal character and by the end is, like, not mm. really a functioning human being. You know, he's, yeah. like, incredibly stupid but also has, like, World Series of poker bracelets and stuff. Like, when it's convenient for the joke, he's, like, smart. But really, most of the time, he's, like, not an actual, like, you know, uh, he really can't function. Right. Uh, I, I think they have that here, too. But Nick gets much more of his character. Like, uh, you know, it's more consistent going back to season one where he's a a dummy.
1: I mean, I think a lot of times in the last few seasons, Nick has been like the voice of sincerity and reason picking up on when his friends, particularly Jess, like need a boost and like being the sort of sincere voice at the end of the episode for him to be like, oh, just because I don't work at NASA doesn't mean I can't fix a spaceship. And that's played like he's saying that earnestly. I felt like we've seen Nick like be really sincere and able to sort of empathize with his friends like I don't think multiple times maybe the first time like I do believe he would try to say something on it but then when Winston's explaining it I feel like he wouldn't push back so hard but maybe I'm nitpicking and just want to defend Nick because I'm a Nick lover.
0: No, and even even thinking about Nick's background and knowing that he went to law school, sir, you were going to be somebody's lawyer and you can't understand empathy when it comes to the, how <laughs> the cops are interacting with people with black people specifically. It's like, uh, I don't want you <laughs> helping with anybody's uh, like legal advice uh, because I feel like that should be something that is explored in law school or I, I mean, I think what did he drop out or something like that? Maybe he didn't get to that class. But I just I really think like you should at least recognize that. Like there's a relationship between the cops and, you know, minorities of different, you know, whatever, different varieties that uh is it's very different than uh with white people and cops in America. And I just don't think that's something you should have to explain to somebody who was in law school.
1: I mean, sadly you'd be surprised, but I definitely agree with you. Certainly <laughs> it was part of my law school education that was in uh, tw- between t- 2016 to 2018. so uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the the time, yeah, the time here is interesting because it is 2015. Um, hard to remember exactly what uh, sort of was in the zeitgeist zeitgeist specifically zeitgeist. In, in early 2015. <laughs> But Allie and I have said on an earlier episode that we don't think they would have ever made Winston a cop in like 2019, you know, four years later, five years later, if the show um, had happened a few years later.
1: Well, I think, sorry, go ahead, Shabbat.
0: No, I was going to say, yeah, that's probably a good point. That's all I was going to say. Just like kind of like rubber stamp that. It's just, it it is a different time. Uh, But again, if you're going to open that door for the conversation, have the conversation.
1: No, and I think the murder of Eric Garner was, like, a catalyst to Lamorne, at least, discussing this. Like, it was...
2: Right, but that was my question. It, it, what, what... Yeah. Was there something in particular or just living experience that made him say, like, hey, can we do this episode and then having him write the episode?
0: Yeah, uh, for, uh, for, yeah I'm pretty sure Eric Garner's the one, right, because that's 2014. And yeah, yeah. Summer
2: 2014, so... Mm-hmm.
1: So I think that was part of it, and then just generally... I think it's both lived experience, Eric Gardner, and general
0: yeah, uh, and groundswell
1: of energy around it at well, the time. That,
0: that and Winston is LAPD, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay I feel LAPD. like if you if you if you tell a black man who's been a certain character for three seasons that all of a sudden he has to be LAPD I think he has some explaining to do. you know like the relationship LAPD has had with black people specifically like not like, let's just take the, the cops as a whole out of it but just LAPD yeah you got some explaining to do Winston so uh, I think that's probably why you have to insert that because it's kind of like it, things things have been rough uh, you know between neighborhood relations and the LAPD for a very long time.
1: You know that's that's a really good point generally but also to flag that Winston didn't start as a cop like pre- mm-hmm. presumably when Lamorne auditioned for this role like I don't think it was part of the description that in 3 seasons he's going to become a cop <laughs> um so as opposed to somebody like auditioning for a uh, at a CSI Miami like, I don't know what show cop shows are out there but like <laughs> <laughs> also uh to not to continue to shit on nick but terrible eddie murphy impression coach incredible eddie murphy impression
0: murdered it it was so good i <laughs> i i after sometimes i forget that's damon wayans jr you know it's like yeah been, he's coached to me and, and also and very weird where he's the the guy from happy endings to be happy me endings low. i think yeah more, like right? i can't but i can't separate the two even though they're completely do, two different characters he's brad um but I forget that he's like, you know, like the Wayans family is so talented. I think they all could have pulled off that uh, that impression in the exact same way. And it just caught me off guard. I honestly didn't know what Nick was doing with his impression. <laughs> I just didn't know what, what he was going for.
1: And, and Winston doesn't do a bad Seinfeld. So it's really not tit for tat on bad impressions.
2: I thought that was funny because it's also a good point. It is a very Jerry thing. Like you could easily see Jerry saying that in, in like <laughs> an early episode. But why isn't there banana juice if there's apple juice and orange juice? It's a great question.
1: Bananas are thick daddies. They're not like uh juicy.
2: Yeah, uh, you can say. To to to
1: I'm, I'm gonna edit that out. No, but... you're leaving that in.
2: If I can say <laughs> yeah. awkward stuff, what did I say? Whip it out. You could say bananas. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> <Thinking> <laughs> juicy. <laughs> See, this is why I don't. I'm not the editor of any of my three podcasts. and This is sort of why I'm at the. You listen. I get bad edits on all of them. That's what I'm realizing now. That you know, everyone they take out their bad stuff and they leave in. Probably even edit me to sound worse. They put in. Words, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god okay producer kelly says we haven't done this in a while but what would you have titled the episode par 5 didn't nail
0: it for me no, any episode title,
2: crazy episode title title. yeah the joke at the very end of the episode
0: mm, banana thick
1: <laughs> 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 making it so i can't in it out <laughs> you
0: get or a snowflake um because i thought the snowflake joke was really good yeah that is um, a funny
2: joke um yeah
0: I can't think of what else happened in episode, um, something about Schmidt's bronzer, you know, I th- he told CC to get into every crevice and I was like, but why um, do you have to get into every crevice? Like I understood the, in a weird way, I understood the, oh, I have to be ready for anything. What if I have to take off my shirt and swaddle a baby? Like I get that, but every crevice Schmidt. So I th- there's a bunch of good jokes in this episode. I'm sure they could have come up with something better than part five.
1: Computers network mm. like even even that like i'm trying to think of th- the, i really the, like the when golf the names...
2: outing or something would have been better yeah. you know
1: mm-hmm. i like when they uh have names that could go to both like but like obviously that'd be hard here but like i don't know if there's something with like fawn showing her snowflake and winston mm-hmm. pretending to be a stripper there's like some like synergy there mm-hmm. uh but yeah the exposure <laughs> yeah <laughs> I,
0: I, I think snowflake would be a good stripper name
1: yeah that's good
0: yeah, I think so. I think so. There's something in there.
1: Uh, and then Producer Kelly also wants to know who won the episode.
0: Um, Fomit Fomit won the episode because they they were in a t- This is Fawn and Schmidt, by the way. Um, they won I was the like, episode. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they won the episode because you know they had a good moment. I, I still think Schmidt folded and shouldn't have, but. Winston doesn't win the episode because there's no way this woman can date you if she's constantly protesting the cops and you are the cops. Like, I just don't see this for you. But, you know, um, Schmidt was looking like he was on the ropes here. You know, uh, he was letting her down. He also was getting kind of bullied. And then he came to her rescue. I think Jess was Jess was funny, but I, I, I'll give it to Fomit. We don't get too much Fawn love here on NGOG. I
1: love Fawn and I'm glad, Chappelle, you love Fawn. Kiwi, who won the episode? Yeah,
2: I'm actually going to go with
1: Jess. I feel like
2: Jess... Got her computers, although maybe not till 2028. Um, but she also, more importantly, got a lot of self-confidence instilled in her by this woman who has all the self-confidence in the world, and she's teaching her how to, you know, speak up for herself and and not be timid. And Jess, I think, uh, came away from this, uh, you know, this episode, a, a, a more confident and stronger person. I'm going to Jess.
1: I agree that if it's outside of the core five, it's Fawn, and if it's outside of, if it's inside the core five, it's Jess. Just... Producer Kelly says it's Winston and Lamorne. Well, cheating there, Kelly, but I'll respect it. Winston was funny and dealt with a really tough situation. Lamorne wrote his first episode. Um, and well, are we
2: counting Lamorne like Lamorne the real? No, person? we're not counting Gets it. That's why I said for, she's cheating. What, the, um, <laughs> so, but what about Cece? Also, like, if her goal is to get back together with Schmidt, I think like which I've said it is, you know, this was a good episode for that. Getting a lot of alone time,
0: rubbing this cream. She she flopped, she did she she flopped. I mean, look, she, she, you had, this is Schmidt. This is, this is Schmitty. Y'all did she had him where she wanted him. He was, he was naked. She had bronzer. There was glitter involved in any other season you know like season one this man folds like a lawn chair Mm -hmm. and she's just like i think you should i think you should love yourself more and 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 not be with this girl she texts she's mean to you and she's just like yeah i'm gonna go talk to her not yes i'm gonna go break up with her like cc is standing there like just like hey love me pick me choose me and he's like yeah fun i know you're showing off your snowflake but i still like you a lot she lost akiva she should be applying pressure and this was like Eh, she's not giving me what I, I what I need from CC because I do love my CC. I can't
2: I can't see anybody choosing Fawn over Tina, CC, but that's me.
1: Flop, Tina. Um, I obviously agree <laughs> yeah, with Chappelle. Flop-tina. It's not. It's not. But, like, I, I still don't know that CC like, fully feels like she wants to be with Schmidt. I feel like she's accepted that she's in love with him, but there are many complications, not just that he's with Fawn. I think he legitimately really likes Fawn. And that sort of makes it hard. Like, maybe she's not treating him the best, but like he genuinely likes her. This marry
2: fun. You know, he knows that even outside the show, like this is a this is a, a fling. This I
1: don't know that, that that's Fawn.
2: obvious. This I is fun. He's not going to. He's he she probably you would block fun
1: so quickly. It's not even funny.
0: <laughs> i would i would marry a fawn like she would have to propose obviously lies but, uh, and deceit right here <laughs> she, yeah she would have to propose obviously because you know um i uh, equal rights right um and so uh once she proposes yeah if she just like completely just beats me over the head and says like oh, you're mine now like come on i'm like all right cool I, i'm not gonna put up that much of a fight but if, uh, it's like she wants to be like normal all of a sudden then yeah i'll probably like run away and block her
2: i like that fawn is a politician with like no political beliefs, like we don't know if she, right? We don't know if she's like Republican or Democrat. We know she only like cares about herself mm. and her image. Do we?
1: We sort of. I mean, based on what you just said. <laughs> but, All right. Yeah. With that, but she is also like <laughs> LA city
2: council or something. Mm.
1: With that great, but uh, I mean, I I could assume that the political affiliations of my like city council people, but I don't. I'm not really in touch with my very very local government. I should be. Everyone should be get in touch with your local government. All right. Uh, Chappelle, thank you for joining us here. Uh, unclear if you were under duress or not here, like you will be in your marriage to Fawn, but (laughs) we were the lucky ones. Uh,
0: you can catch Chappelle
1: everywhere right now. You could catch Chappelle. Did it drop today? Talking about Survivor, the premiere of Survivor 44.
0: It, It did not drop today. It's actually being recorded in 20 minutes.
1: Okay. It will drop tomorrow uh yes. check that out great first episode looking forward to hearing you break that down with rob at uh, website.com. you could check out nothing but netflix Chappelle the hardest working man in podcasting and rob the second hardest working man in podcasting to Chappelle. <laughs> uh recapped chris rock's new special which i don't understand how you did it it dropped live at 10 p.m march 4th it the podcast was up march 5th When I listen to the special, I will. when I watch the special, I listen to that podcast. Did you like it? Quick plug. Can you give us a a sneak peek? Did you like the special?
0: I I enjoyed the podcast. It was a good time. Rob is uh, great to podcast with, and and you should really check it out.
1: Oh, wow. Scathing. Um, (laughs) Chappelle, where can people follow you? Because I don't have that in front of me. And I feel like I left out a million other things that you're doing.
0: You did. You left out a bunch of my plugs. I'm going to go really, really fast. Uh, post show recaps. I'm talking about Abbott Elementary. I'm talking about Grey's Anatomy and I'm talking about Snowfall. So if you uh, search any of those in a post show recaps video, you'll you'll see me hosting all three of those podcasts lead hosting. So you can imagine how tired I am. Also hosting Bel Air with Puya on post show recaps. Still, like you said, uh, nothing but Netflix as well. Um, just did some guesting on Silent Podcast talking about Big Brother. And I'll be on the recap episode with Rob to talk about um, Survivor. Well, the feedback episode with Rob to talk about Survivor. And I'll be on the Big Brother Canada 11 premiere this week as well. So oh follow my. me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show to keep up with all of that. Stop it, Akiva. <laughs> and I was on Renap during the dad bracket. <laughs> Can't Bad bracket. That. Bad it's bracket. A busy week. That's amazing.
1: See, yeah, as I always say to Dr. Benarubino, it's post your recaps and grays. Uh, and all the great uh, podcasters there. push recaps is above my brow. Like, I'm too lowbrow for what's happening on Push show recaps. But I shouldn't There's, be. It's a lot of good stuff. That is
0: literally impossible. Yeah, <laughs> we, were
2: jo- we were joking with Jason Reed at the end of uh, the dad bracket. We But not joking, serious, that he podcasted about two shows and we had never heard of either of
0: them. <laughs> I, I had money that he you would never heard of the three shows that he podcasts about. But um, What was the other yeah, one? It, oh, no, Married uh, at
2: I've, First Sight? I've seen that.
0: No, no. Chippendales... Um, the uh know. what the 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 crying show what's it called the one he d- he does currently so it's, it's a really sad show like uh kind of like this is us um and then i think he did um some superhero show basically jason just talks about stuff I...
1: we there should be a running gag i mean it really should be here but i feel like renap has more guests so it works better there uh that like every guest has to give a fake plug and akiva has to see if he knows mm-hmm. the fake plug Ooh, yes, dang
0: it. I like that's, it. A, that would have been a good idea this week because I had 18 plugs.
1: Literally, Chappelle, you, half those plugs could have been – I know you do Bel Air with Puya, uh, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but you otherwise I have very low Like,
2: he could be lying about – you don't know what he's lying
1: about. Well, that's that too specific true. of a lie. Yeah, I guess that's right. true.
0: Well, yeah. Again, Abbey Elementary with Gia, Puya, and I are doing Bel Air, and then Latanya, Mari, and I are doing uh, Snowfall. Um, so check those out wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Shout out to Mari, new Twitch streamer. Follow Mari on Twitch. Yeah. A lot going on. I was retweeting a lot of other people's plugs today on Twitter. Busy Twitter day for people plugging things.
0: We like that. We love that.
1: Kiwi, you, mm. you got nap is Chappelle already plugged. 32 fans.
2: Yeah, 32 fans this bracket Runa, season. We, we did uh franchise rankings. That was very fun. This week we have our annual movie podcast with Av, where he ranks all like seventy-five movies he saw this year. A uh, special bracket with Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, hopefully coming later this week uh, on the Patreon side there. And uh, happy Purim to, to all those who celebrate.
1: Where's my invitation for 32 fans bracket? Oh, uh, you'll get one. You'll get one. We got. I feel like I, I've come on uninvited more to more brackets than invite. like during the podcast. I'm like, do you want to join right now to break a tie? I'm like, OK, yeah, of course. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there was a stretch where I would like message you or Kirsten like like ten weeks in a row and be like, uh, what are you doing this second? We're on a podcast and we need you.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> I'm plugging that I will eventually be on a 32 fans bracket yes. podcast. Hopefully, I'll send you a list of
2: ideas. You tell me which one you want to do.
1: Okay. You could check out the challenge, season 38, I think. Uh reunion podcast that dropped last week. Robin's website.com slash challenge feed. You can stay there and check out this week. We will be premiering the challenge global world fight uh, on P plus premieres March 8th. That's not what it's called, but I really don't remember what it's called, but we'll be talking about it. You can follow me at last week. You can follow Keeve at Keeve26. Chappelle is going to close out the show, but first Kiev, you're mm-hmm. going to guess next week's episode, season four, episode 21. Pantygate.
2: Oh, we're still talking about underwear two weeks in a row. <laughs>
1: Or That's not up. a guess. That's not okay. a guess. <laughs> All right.
2: Uh, no. Here's what I I, I think. Actually, I'm going to nail it. Someone. Let's say, see, someone finds someone's underwear and gets mad about it. Fawn finds an underwear and and yeah. gets mad at Schmidt.
1: Can why I, why I give you a hint? Yeah. Why you can guessed? guess. It. There's. You always like to say if something is not resolved in one episode, it's not over. So now. It's called Pantygate, and we have a disgraced politician, and then we have an episode called
0: Pantygate.
2: Okay, fine. So it's Fawn's underwear. Okay, Chappelle,
1: <laughs> take us
0: out. Um, yeah, that was interesting. I don't know how you got to that, Kiko. I Honestly, I remember. Uh, I, I'm sure the panty thing was like uh, a first season gag too. Remember panties? Um, I can hear Schmidt saying it. But yeah, thank everybody for listening. Uh, catch us all on our social media plugs, and until next week, peace out. Bye. See how I wanna be. Here.
1: My pet and my dad. My pet and my dad.